I'm going to show you a cool weather experiment you can do at home. This is how thunderstorms form in the summertime when you have hot air and cold air. Now air, of course, is clear, but we're going to use water because we can add food coloring. All right, that's Anthony Farnell, our 640 Toronto and Global News Chief Meteorologist, doing um, his at-home weather school. It's online and it's pretty cool, actually. He's using an ice cube tray and some uh, other everyday uh, things that you might find around your house to teach kids and adults about the weather. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Good to have you on. Thanks for having me on, Kelly. Hey, what are you calling your uh, online show right now? Um, I think it's Global News Weather School with Anthony Farnell. So uh, <laughs> it's Farnell's Weather Lab is what uh, what my attic space has become. So, uh, okay. yeah, it's kind of a, a fun little thing I'm doing every week. Yeah, I, it looks like you're having fun. I, I really love it. I love the idea that, you know, you're kind of acting like Bill Nye, the science guy, uh, <laughs> and allowing people to understand how weather systems work and how, you know, thunderstorms form. You're doing it safely, I understand, with goggles in tow. Safety oh, yeah, first. safety definitely uh, comes first here. I got Storm the Weather Dog in uh, all of my segments as well. And it's just something that we kind of came up with uh, a few of us at Global because normally I, I would be going into schools. I would be doing school visits and I'd be talking to kids about thunderstorms and hail and tornadoes, hurricanes and all of that. Uh, but obviously with the current times we're in, I'm not able to do that. And the kids are all trying their best to learn at home and the parents are just itching for more experiments, more content, more uh, entertainment for for their children. So this is a, a nice way to to get all of that and learn at the same time. Are educators using this as well? That that is the plan. Now we've only uh, released just the first one. Another one comes out tomorrow. So the the first installment is uh, about thunderstorms and convection and hot and cold air and how that all plays into weather. This week coming out tomorrow on the Global News uh, YouTube channel, it's going to be all about rain. We're going to make it rain. So that's uh, another fun experiment using shaving cream and, and a couple other household items. So uh, you can just go to globalnews.ca. There's going to be a tab there. And, yeah, school boards are going to promote this, and, and hopefully uh, teachers and parents can, can use it as well. I love this. It's a great visual learning aid. And you're using, you know, um, using food coloring in ice cubes and in water to show how uh, thunderstorms actually form it's interesting like the cold and the warm fronts it's it's i i think it's fascinating yeah and the whole point also is that these are things that you already have at home i don't want people to go out to the dollar store to go out to to the grocery store and get more items that's the the last thing we need to do right now but if these are things you have at home why not play along and and the kids really love it and they can do it again and again and you know what as long as you have a nice space where you're not worried about a bit of food coloring uh you can you can experiment and, and see what you come up with and every week we're going to be doing a, a different experiment coming up there's uh, we're going to make a rain gauge a, a wind meter so uh, these are going to be fun weekly things and and i know the school year is is in limbo and and this is just a way to to kind of give back and, and help out okay so are we looking at this online uh weather school as sort of like a greatest hits compilation of the experiments that you do when you're touring around schools uh, yeah, and uh, we've done some of these. I also tend to just, I mean, the kids have all sorts of questions when I do these school visits. Some of them uh, just 
basically what's your favorite food and, and easy ones like how tall are you but of course there's there's the other uh more as you get up into the grade twos grade fives and we we do high schools as well uh you get more complicated questions so these experiments are, are directed towards elementary school kids but uh of course if you're a bit older and there's there's no uh there's no reason why you, you can't play around and, and have some fun also how does storm the weather dog fit in <laughs> well, he, he like I, I mean, no dogs will be harmed in the shooting of these uh, weather online <laughs> courses. Correct? Yeah, he, he he hangs out upstairs. He, he for the most part enjoys having me work from home, which I've been doing now for for almost six weeks, like so many people. Uh, but he also. Re- kind of assumes if, if I'm going to be home, why are we not out in the park? Why are we not playing <laughs> all day long? So so he's around. He doesn't yeah. fully take part in the experiments, but but he's there and he's a, he's a good sidekick to have. Okay, let's talk about um, the weather that's uh, that we're looking forward to this spring. It's it's sl- it, is it me or is this abnormally cold right now? Uh, it is abnormally cold, but uh, over the past decade or so, April's, it's more than a coin flip. April's have been colder than normal. And at the same time, our fall weather, there's been so many nice Octobers and even Novembers. So it feels like the seasons have switched a little bit or at least been delayed. So April, even though the winter wasn't that bad this year, April has been cold. Uh, this is the first time that I can remember, and I, I've been going back uh, decades looking for an April where we didn't even hit 15 degrees. And, and that's kind of what we're looking at because I, I don't see it for the next, <laughs> the next eight or nine days and, until the month of May. So yeah, it, it, it has been cold. It's not your imagination. Okay. And have you worked on what you think the summer's going to look like your long-term forecast yet, or is it too early to predict what our summer weather it, will look it, it like? It is a little early. We, we have been bang on with our spring forecast. We knew April was going to be cold. We thought it would switch in early to mid-May. And, and now I, I do think it's still happening, but uh, the first week of May looks, uh, it looks chilly uh, to say <laughs> the least. So this is going to continue a while. The good news is that, well, one, we're, we're all indoors. We're doing our part. So we don't want it to be sunny and 25 out necessarily because that would mean the parks fill up and all that. Uh, but I do think it is going to, to turn and it's going to happen sometime early to mid-May. And then summer is still setting up to be to be very nice, I think. And, and hopefully we'll all be able to, to enjoy it in, in some manner. Yeah, the cold spring's not great for people, though, that are, you know, anticipating planting gardens, because I know a lot of people have looked at the food supply and thought, you know, if this goes on, I want to actually have a garden this year. Yeah, and that's something, uh, I mean, I have planted uh, for the last several years, I've been planting seeds down in my basement. I have a couple of grow lights. My garden this year is going to be much bigger, even though I don't have the space. I'll put it up on the roof or something. I'll I'll figure it out later. But yeah, so many people are, are getting into gardening as a hobby, which is fun to pass time. But also, yeah, that, that whole food chain supply issue and waiting in lines and, and just perhaps compromising your immune system by, by being out there. Uh, they want to get going. Everybody wants to kind of get into the garden. And I still think there's, there's going to be frost in, in the next week or two. So just, just hold on a little bit longer. Yeah, a little bit uh, later on in the hour, we're going to talk to Mark Cullen, uh, who is oh, heading retail Mark. task force. Yeah, about, you know, landscaping in, in Ontario and, you know, what we're looking at as far as garden centers. And they're going to be facing 
some uh, restrictions under COVID. Now, speaking of COVID, Anthony, I have to ask you, and I think you have talked about this publicly, but you actually uh, were COVID-19 positive. How are you doing now? Can you talk about the experience and how you are? Yeah, I, I'm doing much better. I was, uh, I guess, one of the early cases in, in Ontario and, and Canada as well. And I came back from a ski trip in Austria for, I got back on March 1st. So thinking back to that time, there were no restrictions on travel. There was no need to, to isolate when you got home, especially from from a country like Austria. But uh, I was at a ski resort. There was a, Italians there. There were Chinese or a mix of, of all of Europe as well. So that I'm assuming is where I got it. And, and I got sick pretty quickly once I got back. So uh, I got tested, found out I was positive, And I was a fever, uh, just tired for for almost two weeks straight. Uh, Just lost my sense of smell and taste. So some weird things that are not typical with flu. And then it it got better. And then I've had a few days where you you kind of feel extra tired. But but since, I'd say, late March, I've I've been fine. And you were obviously uh, self-isolating very soon. I mean, we had got the warning. Uh, to everybody that worked uh, in course, that there were a couple of people that tested positive. So, I mean, we were on top of it as as a company. I know that. And and you guys were very quickly uh, self-isolating, which was for the safety of everybody. But, you know, it didn't mean that, we, you know, we all weren't concerned because, you know, you hear about that and you think, oh, my gosh, these are people we work with every day. Uh, so we're, you know, just pleased that you're okay. Yeah, and then that's, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a big shout out to Chorus for, for definitely the second they found out, because uh, there was one other uh, person that also tested positive. We were on the same trip together. Uh, and yeah, the, the immediate reaction by the company was amazing and, and isolating and sending home whoever I was in contact with. But also a big shout out to Public Health, Toronto Public Health has been on the phone with me every single day while I was in that quarantine, uh, just First of all, tracing back who I may have been in touch with, but also just checking in and seeing if I needed anything and if I was going to be okay for groceries. So they are doing an excellent job with this contact tracing that basically is is a a new profession that I think is is going to be here for a while. Anthony, you, you brought up contact tracing, so I'd like to ask you about it. You know, Google and Apple have said that they are coming up with uh, apps that would allow people to download it onto their cell phone. And you could just know, uh, they'd give you a random number, an ID number, and your phone would talk to other phones that you're in contact with so that if you or someone else tested positive in the future for COVID-19, that you could just, they could get your phone and find out, you know, who those random ID numbers belong to and let them know. How helpful would that be? I mean, was it hard to remember who you came in contact with? Uh, it was a little bit. I, I am uh, upset to say because because it comes in waves, I actually felt better and I, I really didn't think that I had COVID-19. So I got back out there. I went back to work. I actually had a, a work trip that I went on uh, to the U.S. So, yeah, that would definitely help in that regard. As long as the numbers are, are still manageable, I can see it being a lost cause if you're getting one to two thousand new cases every single day and your phone's beeping every time you're you're out in the store and there's somebody else there that that's sick so uh, i see this potential but i know it's a it's a slippery slope and, and a complicated thing to do I, 
I don't want to get into the minutia of the program, but it's not going to beep when you come in contact with somebody that has COVID. It just allows you, if you've tested positive, them to go oh, to see where you had, alert, where you had been and alert other people that uh, we had come in contact with you within like six feet that they had been, you know, in the range of a COVID positive person and you know, tell them that they have to self-isolate. But, you know, I have thought about that. Would it be, would it, it would be interesting to have an app on your phone for when you're grocery shopping that tells you like beeps when you're too close to somebody else that has some sort of technology? Because I think people kind of forget, you know, you're going about your daily business and you'll get close in close range to someone and they realize, wait a minute, I just was on autopilot because I'm grocery shopping, but you know, we have to make sure we keep a safe social distance. Now I'm totally yeah. getting off topic. So let's yeah, get no, back it's, to hey, you. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's something that I, I, a couple of months ago would never have even thought of this right. as being an issue, but now uh, habits are hard to, to break. But now I think we're all getting that mindset. When I'm walking the dog on the sidewalk, we have to choose who takes the street, who takes the sidewalk, uh, grocery stores as well. And this is something that uh, I think we're getting pretty good at. But uh, I know for some, it's, it, it's harder than for others. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, you, you do forget. You, you forget. And, and it doesn't mean that you're you're a bad person or you're it's just one of those things that that yeah our, our brain is just not programmed to do that all right anthony i want to wrap up with asking you where do we find your online weather school because it's it's pretty interesting yeah so you if you subscribe to the global news youtube channel that's an easy way to get notifications uh every time a new episode is out there but also you can head to uh, globalnews.ca and uh, there will be a tab there that, uh, or just search Anthony Farnell's weather lessons and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll find it. And uh, yeah, look for a new episode tomorrow. We're going to make it rain. Hopefully not actually make it rain because uh, I'm in the sun right now and it feels pretty nice. All right. Thanks, Anthony. I appreciate your time and I'm glad you're feeling better. Anthony Farnell, our chief meteorologist at Global News.